Welcome to Feminine Hijinks, where we're here to reinvent that other side of 40 with sass and crass and a kicking kickin ass, <laughs> kicking ye old ass. Ye old ass. I don't know why. I just I was like taken over by a spirit of Ethel Merman. <laughs> it was Ethel Merman coming you out were, of there. You were. You were. You were possessed. I was, and it's perfect for the theme of the show today, although I wasn't really titillated by it. No, no, Ethel Merman didn't that word. titillate you? Titillate me. She titillated, she, all your, all your teats, <laughs> all your all rows of teats. Gosh, why is that the, the theme lately? Teats. Teat, taint. Taint, Let's call teat. the whole thing off. <laughs> or not. Oh, oh gosh. I'm having Angie, way too much fun. I'm Angie Bailey. And I'm Susie Schubert. And hey, we're ready to gather around the campfire, kids, because Susie and I are going to share some ghost stories. <gasps> All this talk about serial killers, haunted hotels made us want to get ghosty today. So Ooh. we've got our spirits high. And <laughs> did you see that meme that I posted about the spirit guide? No, on how, did I, how do I miss these things? I don't know. So it's a picture of a liquor store. And it says, it says, the person who helps you find what you want in the liquor store is your spirit guide. <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> I share it with the core man and he's like, smart girl. Oh, God. Clever, so clever funny. girl. <laughs> oh, my God. That was perfect. The spirit God. So, <laughs> yeah. So, this is going to be fun because my whole life I've had this weird obsession yet fear with, with supernatural things. And so, and I have definite opinions about it. And I know you do too. And um, and Chris does, and so I'm just going to bring some of his opinions into it as well. Because oh, you it's should a, have brought him over. Let him be a little surprise ghostly guest. I, ooh, I can make him wear a sheet over his head like a ghost. <laughs> but um, we have this conversation, you know, probably more often than you'd expect about paranormal and, and supernatural thing. Yes, I love that. We I do because we have, you know, we have some crossover, but we have, you know, some differing opinions and it, it's quite the, quite the uh, debate now and again. So anyway, there you go. I love that. Well, that's kind of what we're going to dive in first, I think today is do we believe in ghosts? Mm, so what yeah. is your, do you have a fast answer for that, Ange? Um, I be, okay. I have it's a, the, fa, the the short answer is yes, okay. but the more extended answer is I believe in everything until <laughs> uh, until it's until there's proof to me that it's not like UFOs, like mm -hmm. I believe fairies, like I think everything is possible until it's proven to me that it's not possible. Which is interesting because you're not a conventional um, spiritual person in the mm -hmm. sense that, you know, obviously Christians believe that there is a dude in the sky. Yeah. But you don't necessarily believe in that, right? Nope. No, but I believe in being contacted from the other side. Mm -hmm. and, and I and I felt spiritual energy before. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't believe in the big dude in the sky, so so to speak. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. What about you? 
Which, of course, I'm generalizing. A lot of Christians probably don't really believe there's a dude in the sky either. They just believe there's like, you know, yeah, this, yeah, that's right. their vision of God, whereas everybody's vision of God is different. Exactly. And there's a know? million different kinds of Christians, too. Exactly. Exactly. So. We can't put them all in one book. No. <laughs> Get out of that basket, baby Moses. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I don't really have a hard, fast answer for this, which I mm-hmm. know is kind of taking the weaselly way out. I, I guess I'm like you in the sense that, uh, well, I guess I'm I'm probably more on the no side than on the yes side, mm-hmm. but I also leave my mind open to the fact that I could easily be proven wrong with this. I personally, okay, so we'll we'll get to that eventually. I've had one experience that could kind of be in that area, but I have never, I don't know, had this experience that was just definitely that was a ghost. That's what that was. So it is hard for me to just say, yep, ghosts are around. Ghosts yeah. are a thing. Yeah. And there's different kinds of ghosts, too. I'm sure there is. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, yeah. So I, I definitely believe that there's something out there um, that is sort of, a, and to me, it's almost like just my personal belief is there are spirits that are sort of stuck mm-hmm. that haven't moved on yet. And so, yeah, so that that's my vibe on it. And I think that some of them are angrier ghosts um, mm-hmm. and some of them are, are you know, just friendly ghosts like Casper but you know I I also I I just I don't know I think there's there's a a lot of that I used to while I went to high school and lived in the oldest city in the United States St. Augustine Florida for years and they have a lot of ghost tours there because it's been around Mm. since you know 1500 something like that anyway so I've been on ghost tours with the, the little EMF thing and whatnot. Oh my gosh, amazing. Then, I know, I know. So, I mean, and I've been to a few places that fe- that I can feel, the energy feels different, but I've never had like the traditional, like, oh, I'm in a cold spot and it's a ghost right. or like something scratched me or anything mm-hmm. like that. I've never had anything like that, but, you know, I've I felt it. And I, I mean, there's been a couple of unexplained things that have happened and uh, let me look at my notes here. Yeah, where this college house that I lived in with a bunch of roommates, uh, it felt, the energy felt off in it. It was just a weird house. And one time, um, my friend Nikki, who you know, she and I were up in her bedroom in the attic, and we were listening to a tape. And um, we got to the end of the tape, and you know how some um, old tape players used to just like, automatically flip it for you like it doesn't physically flip it but it'll start the other side oh yeah 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 well for whatever reason so this happened but for what it was physically flipped as well and we don't know how that happened we don't know how that happened and then we had this other roommate named eddie and he went and took a shower and when he came back to his bedroom the shoes he was supposed that he was going to wear were already laid out for him oh that's weird I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's that kind of stuff that that I felt. And this lighthouse, um, old lighthouse in St. Augustine, was actually on um, Ghost Hunters. It's one Ooh. of the most haunted places in the U.S. Ooh. It's very so. And you can actually, we, we went there. Um, I don't think Chris was with. This was before Chris and I 
were together. But Fran and I went and with my mom, and um, and so we went through the uh, the museum, and it's like it's a maritime museum, and then there's the lighthouse, and you can go up to the top of the lighthouse, but on Ghost Hunters. All this should happen, like when they were going up the uh, of course it did the stairs yeah. of the lighthouse. They looked down and they caught this um, this weird ghostly figure, like on the stairs. Like, and these three little girls are three little girls died on this site, like way back when. And so people have sometimes heard um, their voices and mm. seen, like, heard laughter in the basement and, and that kind of stuff. So there's all. I, I just believe it happens. The only other thing that I have mentioned is that um, a mutual friend of ours, Julia, like, I used to uh, do pet sitting for them when they were out of town. And they their, their house is haunted like they will say yes their kids used to see used to talk about oh that little boy that's standing over there kind of thing when when they were like really little right like all that (laughs) and so I used to get freaked out when I would have to go over there by myself to pet sit and then one time I was getting ready to leave and the front door is right beside the stairs that go up and I heard this voice from upstairs it sounded like a parrot that said I know that said goodbye oh my god that's so weird I swear to god I heard it and I was like fuck get me out of this house (laughs) lock the door out the door so that's my very limited experience but those are things that that have either I've seen or I've been close to or whatever but what about you um well as far as I have experienced Um, I think the closest thing was I was over at a guy's house who actually still lived with his family. We were pretty young. I mean, we were old enough to be on our own, but he was still living with his family. Anyway, so I was over there one night and they had this dog that, you know, when I went to the house for the first time, the dog was so sweet and just came up to me and they joked about how the dog never barked at anything ever. Like how that dog would never help if someone broke into the house because <laughs> it would just lick him to death, you know? Yeah. Um, and then he proceeded to tell me he had a picture of himself with this guy, young guy, and he was like, that was my best friend. And he told me the story about how his best friend died when they were really young and how sad it made him and he missed him and all this stuff. So... All of a sudden, in the middle of the night, we hear the dog barking. And the Mm -hmm. dog is barking and barking like crazy. And, of course, we're just like, what? And the mom comes down from upstairs, and we come out of the room, and we're looking around. And the front door was wide open, and the back door was wide open of the house. And the dog was just barking like crazy. And everyone was like, okay, who left the doors open? And everyone's like... Uh, I didn't. I didn't. So weird. Weird. That was kind of weird. And the guy was like, God, I feel like that was my friend, you know, after we were talking about him. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. That's one of those. That's probably the closest I've ever gotten to having something out of the ordinary like that happen to me. Um, I had an experience once where we were looking at new homes, one of the many times we were like, oh. we were moving and we were we went to this house that was really strange. It was kind of off the beaten path and um, it was one of those homes that kind of just had a really weird layout, you know And there was kind of a hallway that had different rooms off of it. 
And there was one room that, like, I went to go in, and for some reason the light wouldn't work, and it had a step down into it, which was really weird. Huh. And it was pitch black. And the I remember the agent was like, oh, well, I could get a flashlight or, you know, we can figure out what's going on. And I'm like, no, I'm not going in that room. There was something so creepy about that room. And my and the core man agreed, you know, he's not someone that usually mm-hmm, thinks about mm-hmm. stuff like that or has that experience. But we both felt like, nope, we don't want to go in that room. Oh, it was weird. Yeah. And so needless to say, we didn't we weren't interested in that house. Yeah. I'm um, kidding. Oh, that's so creepy. But I've had other people tell me, like my friend Anne and her husband Troy, they will swear up and down. They had the same experience in their house where they've seen this little boy. Because mm. um, they have a really old house too. Mm-hmm. And then Troy has some experience from when he was young, like in high school, and there was this like haunted house that people would go to. And they kept telling him that he had to go check it out. And he was like, he totally was not a believer. And I mean, if you met this guy, he is very quiet, soft-spoken. He's not the kind of guy that would be into woo-woo stuff necessarily at all. And uh, anyway, so apparently he went to this place and they literally saw blood coming down the walls. And he ran out of there so fast. He was just like, nope. And he will swear up and down to this day that he saw that and he experienced it. So at this point, he's like, okay, I guess I'm a believer of this kind of thing. Wow. Wow. That is so creepy. So creepy. I know. And then another story I heard that was really creepy and interesting Uh, You know, from my old band days in Hollywood, well, unfortunately, I used to date this guy who kind of tumultuous relationship, but we we did get back together as friends like we we were good friends by the time I moved back or moved yeah back here to Minneapolis. And um, but even so, I kind of lost touch with him. Well, I still have friends back there that I kept in touch with. And uh I found out that a few years later he had died. And sadly, he had been a drug addict and left Hollywood and then came back and did heroin and overdosed because he hadn't Mm. been doing it for so long. It's a really sad story. So he died at this party at this apartment, friend's house. So I was talking, this was years later, I was talking to a friend of mine who I hadn't talked to in a long time from back in that day. And he told me this creepy story. And again, he said, I am not someone that believes in this kind of stuff generally at all. Mm -hmm. But like a few days after my friend died, um, this other guy went to a party in that building. And in the same now that I think about it, I think it was the same apartment. It was having a party like a few days after this guy died. How creepy is that? Oof. But anyway, so he is walking down the hallway and my but my friend who died at this point, he didn't know that Kevin had died, but Kevin walked past him um, in the hallway. And my friend Jason said, hey, dude, how you doing? You know, just said hi. And he didn't say anything. He just kind of looked at him and kept his head down and just kept walking. So then he went into the party and he said something like, oh, I just saw, you know, Kevin walking down the hall. And everyone's like, dude, didn't you hear? He just died. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, that gives me chills. That's so creepy. Yeah. So that's kind of a weird story. Definitely. And again, my friend Jason was like, I've never been someone to believe in that kind of stuff, but. That was 
pretty trippy. Right. Totally. Yeah. And, and, and I was looking into like, well, Amityville Horror, The Exorcist, Poltergeist, they're all based on, you know, true stories yeah. of things that had happened. And I didn't know the Poltergeist house, which that happened, owned by the Herman family, that was only seven miles from the Amityville house. Oh, weird. Yeah, I know. I thought that was really weird. But yeah, so the I was reading the instances that happened in the real poltergeist house, how it, like all these weird bottles would like flip over and open and stuff like that. And the dad didn't believe what was going on. And then he saw it. And mm. it, it was just like unexplainable stuff of, of a true poltergeist, which is you know, a spirit that actually moves and move, moves things and throws moves things, things around. And, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so they were like, oh, my gosh. But then the Amityville thing, I, there's some people saying, oh, you know, that family was just trying to get money. And so their lawyer, you know, right. ended up whatever. But then I just was just reading this morning, the, the boy in it was interviewed you know, as an adult, and he said he still has nightmares about that house. Like he saw things and things were real for him. I know. And so I don't know if maybe there was something that happened and they just made a bigger deal out of it right. or whatever. But, yeah. you know, and then the exorcist, you know, being possessed. What do you I mean, think? Do you think people can really be possessed by the devil? I personally think that these people have mental issues, like especially in the olden days. Uh-huh. People were, you know, they would like speak in tongues or whatever, because maybe they were, you know, they had some kind of mental illness that yeah. they were psychotic. And so they would do these things. And, act, you know, we just talked about um, that poor woman that was bipolar and would do like really weird things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. People could easily look at her and say, well, she's possessed by the devil. Right. Yeah. And I personally don't believe that there's such a yeah. thing. I don't know. Do I don't believe in the devil, but... I, I don't have any reason not to believe that a person <laughs> couldn't be inhabited by some kind of spirit that was like a malignant spirit. Like, I, I don't know. There's I, I, I'm still, you know, I, I, it's one of those up in the air things like I, be, I believe in the possibility of it. And I believe in the possibility of, you know, other explanations mm -hmm. like I don't know. I think for me, I feel like it's it's not so defined. Like, I definitely think people leave behind energy mm -hmm. and, um, you know, maybe. So if that's what you call ghosts, mm -hmm. you know, then that's would that would fit that, you know, because the whole thing, like my friend Jason seeing that Kevin guy come walk down the hall. I mean, there's not really an explanation for that. Yeah, right. And because it was so soon after it's, you know, very possible that that energy is still fresh in the house and, you know, there right. was something. Yeah. So, yeah, I do believe in the energy of people. And I think that, you know, I mean, Chris is always like, well, isn't it weird that pe this only happens to people at night and in the dark and all this other stuff? Right. And I was I actually looked that up because I was like, what are other people saying about that? Yeah. And they were saying that, well, that's sort of a... Uh, you know, a misnomer because actually they could be even more active during the day because that's when, you know, they mostly were active as people mm. during the day. So it's just that a lot of times people aren't like looking, paying attention. Paying attention. Yeah. But like in all of these other, in these stories, stuff happened during the day, you know. So I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's one of those things where 
I don't know enough to be able to make my Judge Judy ruling on if <laughs> if they exist or not. You know, I I and I kind I believe that there is some kind of energy out there, and I and I I can I I'm gonna believe it until there's reason not to believe it. Yeah, well, I don't necessarily invite the belief as no. I look around and say to uh, my old house, like, uh, I don't necessarily need to be proven yes. <laughs> wrong about my disbelief. So I'm just going to leave it at that. But like, yeah, I just, I don't know. I find it so, so interesting. And I think I'm, I'm a huge believer in science. And I really sometimes think that there are parts of our brain and our minds that can seem otherworldly because we don't understand it and Mm -hmm. you know like my daughter we've talked about this like when you die you see a light and a lot of people think that that's heaven or you see people that have already passed on that are waiting for you I mean there's a lot of reports of that Mm -hmm. but my daughter is very much of the of the thought well that's a certain part of your brain that's opening up at that moment where you're dying Mm -hmm. and so you're seeing these things because they are memories and that's do you know what i mean right so i i tend to be more along that but it kind of comes down to my favorite one of my favorite sentences or lines in the harry potter books like at the very end when harry potter has died spoiler alert uh-huh. And he <laughs> he meets Dumbledore in like I don't know purgatory or whatever you would call it, and he says, Dumbled- you know, Professor Dumbledore has all this just been is all this just happening in my mind?" And Dumbledore says, "Of course it's happening in your mind, dear boy. But why does that mean it's not real?" Yeah, and I, I love that so much. I do. I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember it exactly. Oh no, no, but no. Just, it's I love true. that too. It's like what do we what do we call real and not real? Yep, it's very yep. subjective. Exactly. And it's it's highly possible that there's something happening in your brain and your brain's firing. And it's possible that that's not the case. Like, I don't know. I don't I know. I, I think it. I think that you, anybody could lean one way or another. But when the truth comes down to it, none of us 100% knows. No, no. You can't 100% prove, I don't think, any of that. No. Which leads me to what I've been dying to talk about, ghost sex. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All Are right, you- Ange, what do you think? Do you think yet someone can have sex with a ghost? Again, I believe anything's possible. I was doing some research on this about the, the, <laughs> the, the entity haunting. Did you read about that, the movie The Entity? No, a, I was actually reading things that made me laugh more than anything else. Oh, but go. Explain. Well, the entity haunting was a movie from 1982, and it was based on um, this uh, case. And oh gosh, what is her name? Um, this it's based on this case of this woman, Barbara Hershey's in the movie BTW. Of course she is, and I can't yes. believe I haven't seen this movie. By the way, I know, I know. So it was that where she was raped by invisible entities and yes yes and so and her son even saw it happen one time like yeah Uh i know i know yeah totally so i don't know i i i'm back to the anything is possible you know whatever but now i want to see this movie well i'm thinking that just sounds like a great ass dream and i want one of those (laughs) 
Oh, I don't know. You want I I no. I mean it it was an it was an unwelcome sexual. I don't want one of those. No, that's true. I would like it to be consensual. Well, apparently there is actually like of course because there's a fetish for everything. Yeah, it's called spectrophilia. Oh, so people that are they have a sexual attraction to ghosts and spirits. Mm-hmm. So they actually do everything they can to attract a ghostly spirit that will do those things with them. Mm. Um, of course, there's no scientific evidence that this is a real thing, but some people have claimed that they and my favorite thing, I don't know if in your research you saw this, Ange, but <laughs> there's a woman, her name is Amethyst Realm. Of course oh, gosh. it is. Yeah. She was back in twenty eighteen, she was engaged to a ghost. Oh my gosh. Was he also a carnival ride? Uh well, I don't know, oh. but she met him on an airplane. Okay, so she Uh felt his presence the first time on an airplane. And then she was like, let's just say soon after, I was so excited about his presence that then I was part of the Mile High Club. (gasps) So then she went into the bathroom and had sex with this ghost in the bathroom. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Guess where he proposed to her? In a graveyard? No, in a place called the Wookie Hole Caves. <laughs> I mean, there, you can't make this shit up. There's so much about that that's just wrong. The okay, Wookie this Hole is... Caves. <laughs> and my absolute favorite part of the story. Okay, so I found this, and I'm like, okay, that was back in 2018. So let's hear about it. She said he couldn't get down on his knee to propose because he didn't have knees. <laughs> And then, and then, so I'm like, okay, that was back in 2018. So have these nuptials, you know, happened? Like, let what I wanted to look up this thing. Well, I found an article that she called off the wedding because he kind of disappeared. Oh. So he literally ghosted her. He you ghosted. Guys. Her. <laughs> oh, he got cold feet. <laughs> She was just dead to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just, I. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That but is these, so funny. I was laughing so hard. Like, I was reading this article in, I think it was the Inquire, Inquire magazine. And they were talking about, oh, here's woman calls off the wedding after her ghost disappeared. But there was an article talking about all of this, and I just have to read quickly this little. Um, someone says, "Would I this are the author of the article? Would I ever dabble in trying to summon a ghost for sex? Absolutely not. That's not to say that I have any judgment for Kesha, who apparently said she had sex with a ghost, oh. or Amethyst Realm. They are the success stories. But think of what could happen if a ghost hookup goes poorly." In Jurassic Park, Jeff Goldblum said, your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. (laughs) As always, listen to Jeff Goldblum. What happens if you invite a ghost into your boudoir and the sex is fine, but you guys didn't click like you hoped? Just because it's a non-corporeal spirit doesn't mean that it won't be a clinger. What if they stick around and haunt your house? What if they drink all your almond milk? (laughs) Almond milk is so expensive. (laughs) 
That just made my last If you want to invite that kind of mystery into your home, be my guest. But the last thing I need is another mouth to feed. <laughs> oh, gosh. That is hilarious. Oh, God. Always listen to Jeff Goldblum. Oh, my gosh. You could write some sort of, I don't know, fan fiction, some sort of here ghostly, go, here we go again with <laughs> ghostly erotica. Is this another episode of our book about Little House on the Prairie? Yes. <laughs> Who would have sex with a ghost in Little House on the Prairie? Oh, God. Mrs. Olsen, probably. I was just going to say that. I just yes. watched the episode where Willie was looking in catalogs at courses. I know. I and she was having a big old like tizzy fit of us. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, and then he's like, well, you candy. You eat too much candy. Then you have to wear a corset. And then, oh, yeah, and then of course, Nels is all like indicating toward Harriet <laughs> that, you know, she just eats too much candy. <laughs> Her corset so, catalog. I know. And that was considered like naughty back in the day. Right. But like for us, it was like the Sears catalog. Oh, my God. Yeah, the Sears catalog that had that picture of the guy's penis hanging out. Remember that? Oh, gosh. Yes. We actually, like yes, we Googled that one time. We did. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. we Googled, all right. We Googled oh, and yeah. we goggled and we saw a little pee-pee <laughs> hanging out. Oh, my shorts. gosh. But even, like, boys looking at the 18-hour bra ads in the Sears yeah. catalog are like the Victoria's Secret nowadays. I mean, <laughs> totally. that's pretty much soft porn right there. <laughs> right? But, but, yeah. Oh my gosh, so but, funny. Oh, so that funny. is hilarious. So, yeah. So, I don't know. It's just, uh, look, we'll just leave it at that because we don't have an exact answer for you. Yeah. But sorry, we, listeners out there. You know, if you were expecting some crazy story from us or some, inf- like, huge aha moment you're not gonna get it we're still kind of up in the air i'm a little more up in the air than angie's yeah but at the same time you know i'm the person that plays with tarot cards who the hell knows right right and if we do (laughs) happen to have a a ghost orgy we'll definitely report back (laughs) yeah and let you know what how that happened (laughs) (laughs) yes yes so you know you never know you never know but anyway, boy, in the ladies' room here. I know. I get it. better go get some cold water splashed on I know. after talking it, about ghost sex. It is always a little chilly in the ladies' room. <laughs> yeah, know. sometimes you'll get a draft come up the toilet onto your butt. Yeah. Maybe so that's the, a ghost. The toilet ghosts. <laughs> Maybe that's because it's a cold draft. Maybe that's what it is. That's all that it is. People are just feeling the cold draft of the toilet and thinking that they're in a haunted house. But it's really a haunted toilet. They just want to look up your crack. Ooh. They're going, you need a new butt. That one's got a crack in it. (laughs) Say it ain't so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, so what's going on with you? What's your poopa? Okay, you're going to laugh at me because I am ridiculous. First of all. I'm probably the only person in the world that didn't already know about this or have heard about it. Secondly, I'm probably the only person in the world that would hear about it and it would make her cry. (laughs) Oh, no. Now I'm curious. (laughs) Bye, guys. See you next week. No. (laughs) (laughs) Do tell. Have you ever heard 
of the Golden Record? I don't know. <gasps> okay. I, not by name, but if you describe it to me, maybe I have. Okay. So the Golden Record is apparently something that NASA created. Yeah, I do know this. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm probably the only person in the world that had no clue there was such a thing. It is really cool, isn't it? So if there's anybody else out there as clueless as I am, so in 1977, they created this, like, time capsule. And it's literally uh, like a 12-inch gold-plated copper record that has, like, sounds and pictures and all the stuff that's supposed to portray our life as human beings on Earth. And the idea of it is to communicate this to our world of aliens like who could be out there and i just like the idea that there is something so it's on voyager one and two and i guess it's just been floating out there this whole time and you can actually go and see online um the pictures and listen to the music and everything that they've sent out there oh i haven't done that and i and just i can't even tell you how fascinated like, th there's pictures of, like, you know, people. What really made me laugh is as I was reading about this, of course, there's, like, the human body. But back then, they wouldn't let people be naked. Like, it had to be silhouettes. Because, uh -huh. God forbid, aliens see a vajayjay or something. Oh, Give me a fucking break. God. So <laughs> Those stupid. prude aliens. Right? Prude <laughs> us. So... And there's like sounds, like all sorts of outdoor sounds and animal sounds and laughter and a heartbeat. Um, there's some people on there like I was laughing because Kathy Rigby, the gymnast, there's like a video of her on there. And like that would be the ultimate like compliment to be in the golden record. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine? Like talk about immortality. I know. I like, know. You're yeah. the symbol of human life, you know, whatever you're doing. And the music like is everything from classical music um, to Louis Armstrong. Chuck Berry is on there. Uh, yeah. So I just and there's greetings in different languages, too. And so it said something like, in about 40,000 years, it will come within 1.8 light years of two different stars. Whoa. <laughs> so it's like we're not even going to be around by the time, like, who knows? And I had to laugh, too, because I'm thinking, think of all the stuff we've done since 1977. No like, kidding. Apple computers aren't on there. Right, like, right. Like, you know, like, there's all these major things. They're going to think, like, we're still wearing bell bottoms and shit. They're going to be you, like... <laughs> I know. It's, yes, I know. Evolve. Did you ever see that movie um, on Amazon Prime called Troop Zero? No. Okay, upon first glance, it looks like some goofy movie that you might not inter be interested in. But I'm just going to read you this description because it, this is where I know about the golden record from. Oh. Um, so this came out actually last year. Uh, Troop Zero fictionalizes the cultural impact of the vessel's famous message, the Golden Record. E each of the two Voyager craft carried a copy of the Golden Record, which contained recordings and images of everything popular from Earth. And then the story is 
about whose story gets told in history and what stories we deem are important. And those don't always look like us. Uh, so it's so much more true for women of color. So it's a very, um, it's, it's, it's about girls, like preteen girls. And then there's, uh, they're in a competition for like, who gets to have who gets to record something on this golden record oh, or whatever. Yeah. So it takes place in the seventies and it's just a really cool movie. So oh. yeah. Yeah. So you should watch it if yeah, you are so yeah. interested. Well, you know, I was just talking. So my son has perfect pitch, which is amazing to me. Like if I'll start singing a song, he'll like correct me. Actually it's in this key mom. I'm like, wow. it's amazing how he can think. And then I was reading in one of my tarot books about how apparently planets have uh, certain tones. Did you oh, know that? No. So like, I'm just paraphrasing, but like Saturn is E flat or Pluto mm. is C sharp or something, isn't that? And I was just like, what? That is cool. Like blowing my mind, fascinating. And then I asked Sullivan, can you hear the planets? Like, you know, I was wondering if you could hear like a thrum or something. He's like, no, I don't, you know, hear anything like that. But that's when he was the one that started talking to me about the golden record. And I'm like, what? And literally, like, I don't know why, but I my eyes started tearing up. Like, to me, this was like, what? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't yes. know why it made me cry. <laughs> so silly. Well, it's cool because it's like something that in this time period we thought was so important. These are the things that were important to us in this time period. And that in itself is a very emotional feeling to know this is what this is a snapshot of of this planet right now. Like and, and how would it look if we recorded this last year? I mean, it would look vastly different. Well, and they purposely left out images of war and things like that. Mm, OK, OK, because you know, obviously they didn't want to invite any kind of that shit coming back to us. But. I don't know what it is. I just feel like, and, and the fact that if it ever reaches anybody and anybody, we are probably going to be long gone by then. Oh, yeah. There's just oh, something yeah. so interesting about that to me. It like is. the ultimate time capsule, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is. It is, totally. And still, even where it's floating now, even though it's far away, it's still like such a teeny tiny part of the entire universe. Like the thought of like how expansive the universe is. Like if I think about it too much, it ju I, I just feel like so overwhelmed. <laughs> I know. I'm not even stoned and it's like blowing my mind. I know. Yeah. 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 So, so anyway, that's, that's Sue's cool. report from Uranus. <laughs> well, I always love reports from Uranus. I know you do, and I love that about you. <laughs> so what about your poop? Did it make you cry? I did not, but you okay. know, I, I don't think I've ever talked about cereal on this show before. <laughs> cereal killers. Cereal oh, killers. Cereal. Yeah. So, I love cereal. I do too. So in the morning, every morning, except on the weekends, I have my bran flakes with blueberries and coconut milk on top. That's what I have. Every every weekday. And Can I just say how much I love we're going from the golden record I, to cereal? It's like the best. I, I love so us. I, I love us too. So I, I love it because, you know, it keeps me regular. It's delicious. It's like really good. So, um, but, you know, of course, I and growing up, my mom never bought junk cereal. She always bought cornflakes and shredded wheat. 
so I never had any kind of good cereal growing. What I consider good not cereal, like eating the good cereal. You're still eating the healthy cereal. Well, I know, I know, but so Chris and I have gotten to be like uh, on the weekends. We each get a box of like what we call naughty cereal, right? <gasps> but here's a funny thing: <laughs> like when I first met him, um, he had. He did like the cereal. This it's uh, called Koala Crisp, right? It's one of those like. Of course he did. That's adorable. It's so cute. Like one of those. I forget the name brand of it, but it's like little wildlife. It's always like in the healthy food section, but it's like so. It's like um, Rice Krispies, but they're chocolate. Okay. All right. And he and he loved it. And so he called it his Naughty Boy cereal, which I think oh this is God. funny because you were talking about your Naughty Boy in your blog today. Yes. Isn't that funny? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking how <laughs> weird that this is what I'm going to bring up. So we never call it anything else for five years now except Naughty Boy cereal. And so <laughs> he will get Naughty Boy cereal. And so now on the weekends, we I get a Naughty Girl cereal and he gets a Naughty Boy cereal. And then I always get something that's sort of like, I like peanut butter puffins or any kind of peanut butter ball cereal, anything with <laughs> peanut butter in it, right? <laughs> and so, or else even peanut butter uh, checks or anything peanut butter. So anyway, so uh, so that's, that's like our deal. And, and I usually, I'm so bad, like I'll get it, we'll get it um, on Friday or whatever. And I usually... I can eat an entire box of cereal all day Saturday. Like, it's one of those things that's like, I can't keep it in the house because it's so good. I just love it so much. Like, who eats one bowl of cereal? They are an alien. They are an alien. Yes, yes. So... Anyway, so there's this one little story that Chris wanted me to rem- to remind wanted to remind me to tell you that we just laugh about. <laughs> like a few years ago, we were shop- grocery shopping, and we were just walking around their list. You know, it's kind of crowded. And he's like, "Okay, so I need some naughty boy cereal." <laughs> Did somebody hear? We don't know. But he's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I just said that." <laughs> Like it's a euphemism for something. I know. <laughs> Where's the naughty voice cereal? Have they moved it? Like. Oh my god. Well, you know what what my thought with all of this is your naughty boy or naughty girl cereal is still healthy stuff. Like a lot of it's still puffins and all that shit. That's like that organic shit that is yeah. trying to be the really naughty shit. Like cat peanut butter, Captain Crunch. And I'll eat that shit too. Like well, it good. just it just so happens that <laughs> we live across the street from Whole Foods, and right, all I right. all I can I can't get peanut butter Captain Crunch <laughs> they there. They would never stoop so low as to no. Captain Crunch. <laughs> no, or at Trader Joe's. Those are the only places we shop. And so like th- there's that, and then also my all time favorite Naughty Girl cereal is Fruity Pebbles, which oh. I would just I would eat an entire box in one sitting. <laughs> but they don't have that either at no, these stores. So like I'm sure. I know, I know. And when my kids were little, like I didn't buy cereal like that at all, except for, and this is going to make me sound like such the, such the buzzkill mom. But on the last day of school, they were allowed to go to the grocery store and pick out a box of whatever kind of cereal they wanted. And they looked forward to that every year because they ate honey bunches of oats like their entire childhood and they loved it and it was great. But at the, on the last day of school, they were picked out whatever they wanted. And so they would like plan for weeks. What am I going to get? And they were so excited about it. Yeah. Okay. I'm just shaking my head because I did the exact same thing, except it was for their birthdays. Oh, for really? their birthdays. 
They could pick any kind of naughty cereal they wanted. <laughs> Otherwise, it was fucking Cheerios, Kix, yeah, like yeah, that kind Kix, of stuff. Yeah, totally. Which yes. I love all those cereals anyway. Me too. And, and what else that's really funny about all this? There is no cereal that's healthy. It's all full it's all of carbs. sodium, carbs, more mm. sugar than you'd think. Like even uh-huh. the ones that aren't like frosted flakes or whatever. There's tons of sugar in there. So really, <laughs> it yeah, just makes exactly. me laugh because we have these like ideas, yes. you know, about it. But oh my God, I love, I could actually talk about cereal for an entire podcast. I love cereal. I do have to tell you that one story. Did I ever tell you about my my witchiness with the peanut butter checks? No. Okay. So I, like you, am obsessed with peanut butter things and peanut butter cereal. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I also wanted to find a cereal that was peanut butter that was somewhat healthier and didn't destroy the roof of my mouth. Oh, my God. (laughs) Captain Crunch and Puffins are the worst. (laughs) So funny. Yes. So, so every day or every time I go to the grocery store, I would look at the checks and I'd be like, you know what? They need to come out with peanut butter checks. I want peanut butter checks. I would say that. And you can ask my kids because I would say it to them. And I would say, mark my words. One day, they're going to come out with peanut butter checks. Holy shit. And I will never forget when I was in Target, I don't know, a few years ago is when it first came out. I literally like sent Vivian and Sullivan a message. I knew it. Peanut butter checks. I was so excited. That is so awesome. She's I love that. She's a witch. <laughs> I manifested. So all of you that love peanut butter checks, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> your, your your specialty is anything peanut butter related. <laughs> People lining up outside the door. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> For my special services. Let me get out my peanut butter crystal. Oh, my gosh. I've just drawn the 10 of checks. <laughs> love that story so much that is so good oh ah. my god so, so it can happen everywhere peeps i know sometime we should get together and eat some peanut butter cereal now that we know this about each other <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i've been known to put oh, um, peanut butter in my oatmeal oh that is good so isn't it good with i brown put sugar i put peanut butter in vanilla ice cream Ooh. and mix it up oh shit that's good I just time. eat peanut butter out of the jar. I eat it on a spoon. When I was a kid, <laughs> yes. that was that was a snack my mom used to give me. Here's peanut butter on a spoon. <laughs> I used to take a big spoonful of peanut butter and put a hole in the center and pour Hershey's syrup in there. Oh, yum. That sounds good. You could put honey in there, too. Oh, man. Oh, we digress. We, well, we always digress. So what do we have next week? Do we even know? No. We don't. And we already talked about cereal, so damn, we can't do a podcast about that. Shit. <laughs> Although we probably still could. <laughs> probably still could. Oh, my God. I did have a few ideas. So let's Ooh. think about it. Let's talk. And let's talk. Every, everyone will just have to be surprised. Yeah. That's always yeah. fun, too. It's always it fun is. to get a surprise yes. in, your, in your ear every week. We are a gift. surprise in your ear. We are. We're ear candy. <laughs> You just never know. Yes. We're like a big old Captain Crunch piece inside your ear. Hopefully not irritating the roof of your mouth. Irritating you, yes. (laughs) That shit does rip up the roof of your mouth like something fierce. (laughs) 
Something fierce. Doritos does that too sometimes. Yeah, well, it's probably good because it keeps us from eating too much of it. It, It's the good Lord saying, slow down. The good Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, anyway, so thanks for joining us today. We're so happy to have you as always here in the ladies' room. And we'll be back next Monday with a new topic of some sort, but you won't be disappointed. We're quite confident on feminineheijinkspodcast.com, Facebook, Instagram, and you can support us on Patreon for as little as $3 a month, which is a deal. It's a steal. It's for real. And that's on (laughs) feminine. Oh, Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash feminine hijinks podcast. And we just put up a Tampax topics. You get that every month too, where we just randomly draw questions and answer them on the fly. So you're welcome on that because it's pretty cool. Right, right. Yeah. And I just have to say before we sign out, if anybody marries a ghost, we better be invited. <laughs> we better, we better be, invited be invited to, to that wedding. wedding. <laughs> It'll be a Zoom wedding. Like, <laughs> half the screens will be, we'll have nothing on them. <laughs> Can't you see him? That's the ghost. Or else you go to the church and the bride, the, the groom side is on one side and there's like, <laughs> right there. Oh, that's hilarious. Ah, so anyway, there we go. <sighs> All right, everybody. Well, you guys have a great week. We'll see you. Come at you next time. Love another indoor sports. XOXL. Bye. Bye.